Welcome to The Ether. Today is Monday, March 14th, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at WeFund.app. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Glow Yield. Glow Yield is the ecosystem of Terra decentralized apps like Lotto and Creators, all powered by DeFi Yields. Glow Creators helps artists and influencers give their fans exclusive perks through membership NFTs and more. Glow Lotto is a prize link savings account with a weekly chance to win the big jackpot. Tickets are free and perpetual, which means there's zero chance to lose money. Be sure to follow Glow Yield on Twitter and join the Discord community to stay up to date with all the glowing projects and check them out online at glowyield.com. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, part one of a two-part Cosmos Space, Juno Prop 16. What are your thoughts? Let's take a listen. My people, my people, what's up? What up? Hey, Clay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make you and Tricky a co-host because obviously I'm at work. So you guys take control of how to you know manage the room a little bit. <clears throat> and then just share the space right now. I'll uh, share it on Discord. You're at work? Yeah, I'm at work. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. This uh this room is recorded by the way, people. What up, Tricky? What's up, dude? Something was off. Sounds crazy over there. Sounds like crazy over there. I'm in. I'm still in the airport. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, everything's in English now. That's one. One thing. <laughs> How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just it's chilling. been a crazy week without you, Tricky Man. I swear to God, it's been such a crazy week. <laughs> Dude, How long were you out there? Prop 16. I was out there for a week. Out there like, Tuesday. And vacations always go too fast. Dude, like you passed. I didn't still work, so I didn't even really get to do all, oh, the, all the fun stuff. No, but if you have some thoughts on Prop 16, come on up, share them. Obviously, there's a proposition on Juno uh, to 
kill the whale. Um, we're going to be, well, okay. So we'll start from the beginning. Uh, there was 50,000 atoms in 53 different wallets that were, uh, supposedly managed by the game and Debo validator. And, um, these were consolidated like shortly after Genesis and made it obvious to the whole community that those Juno were belong to the same person. So it's been a thing ever since uh, Juno came about. Like, honestly, right after Genesis, I went to the Telegram group and pe people were like, yeah, this project scrapped. It's um, it's going to be no good. Like, there's a somebody gamed the airdrop with these different wallets, right? And so it's always been a thing that's kind of like lingering as like the one thing that like went wrong with Juno. And uh, there was a proposition to take the coins away a long time ago with Proposition 4. And I think that was ultimately decided against uh, from the community. It just didn't feel right. And uh, time went on. And um, every week, it seems that the whale was um splitting their staking rewards and selling half of them and restaking the other half and uh these um i guess so they they got up to like 3.1 million juno right and they've been selling half of their staking rewards every week about $250,000 worth of rewards and uh so now the community is kind of upset about, about that and uh there's been a proposition proposed number 16 to take those coins away and I believe put them in the community uh, pool. Um, and this has a lot of people debating pretty hard um, as far as like what's right, what, what is the right thing to do here as, uh, as the community. And uh, a lot of people feel that like taking these coins away is like stealing from the whale. Um, like you know and that that like blockchains uh should have like a um like a, a standard what's up trick uh, i was thinking the word sovereignty but uh yeah you know. sovereignty they like you know there's there's principles of blockchain that are like kind of unspoken but not really like directly coded into these protocols um so that's where governance comes in and like the community is um expected to uphold um you know the the protocol and like take care of it and um so this is where we're at this you know there's a huge whale that didn't pay to get his position like there was i, I think i could be wrong here but i'm pretty sure that they have never bought a juno like with real money like they never put any money into it. They just staked these uh, tokens that they were that they got, and um, just compounded them and sold them. And uh, yeah, so, so I think one thing before we go too far, real quick, is that we need to make sure that everybody realizes that the whales that have all this Juno got their Juno the same way that we got our Juno. Uh, very few of us, like there are some of us, we have to buy big bags, but they got the airdrop the same way we got the airdrop, and they followed the same rules. And did not break any rules the way that it was written. Um, I know that we the airdrops go to avoid centralized exchanges, which kind of ends up being what this is. But the way that the airdrop was uh, organized and executed, it was for all private wallets. 
and they, they own private wallets. And they owned these private wallets and had the, had them in those wallets before Juno or Osmosis or any of that was even talked about being created in Um So it's important to realize that they didn't game this airdrop like on purpose and go and try to get a bunch of Juno. They just happened to have a bunch of Adam and just like everybody else who had to have Adam, they got the airdrop to do that. Um, so that's just, I think it's something very important for people to understand in this. I think, you've <clears throat> I think it's a fair point. Um, you know, in a sense, whoever created the protocol is allowing these people to have that amount, you know, like they're saying, Hey, you know, if you, if you obey these rules, then, um, I want to make, I want to make you a, a delegate in like my, my project basically, you know what I mean? Like I want to make you a part of this. So like how much, like, let's say you make a mistake with that. Like, how long do you have to correct it? Like, if if you say, I want you to be a part of my community, and then later on you say, well, I didn't actually want you to be a part of it. Like, how how do you take that back without um, the type of backlash that we see today? Like, if, like, and I know people don't like banks here, of course, but like if the bank gives you $20 million, there's no expectation that you can keep that. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, you guys made a mistake. I understand. Like, you're going to take it back. So, like, um, and I understand, like, we're not trying to be the bank or anything. We're trying to create, like, a whole new thing. But that's that's what governance is kind of, like, responsible for is, like, maintaining the uh, integrity of the protocol. And if you made a mistake, if, if, like, the core developers made a mistake, I think they should be allowed to fix that. Now, if the mistake is like a $200 million mistake and the person that was like given the given, like was the benefit, the person that benefited from the mistake. I don't know. It, it's, it's kind of hard. It's like, if I give you something in, in like, a, with like a, why, why don't we just take back all of you too? And I can't hear you. I said under that logic of like, Hey, the bank gave it to you, so you shouldn't like have any expectation to keep it. I mean, we all got Juno too, so we should we just all not have any expectation to keep any of our Juno. Um, I think that you're right, and like there's a problem, and that you should have a chance to fix it. But it's how you fix well, it. Well, I think um, it comes like, down to like taking taking away all the Juno from somebody. Like, is that the right way to fix it, or is there other ways to do it? Because well, I think yeah, that, like, that's, it's that's mainly line, my question. Like, yeah, once you once you do this, like it's there's no going back. Next time we run into an issue whether it's we messed up really bad and we need to fix it. Do we just like, like same thing like Edmos, do we just restart or do we try to like continue going from where we're at by reacting and like addressing our mistakes? Because if we just like restart or just like, Oh, we're fucking, we fucked up. So we just take all their Juno. Like that's going to be the solution the next time we run into this. We're going to be like, Oh, we did it then. Like, let's just do it now. You know, once you do it once, I don't really see this ever happening yeah. again, really, though. I mean, like, you, we say that, but... We, it was a genesis mistake, is my like, point. Because we've like, already taken the standard, the social consensus, that, hey, if your community votes to take your tokens, your tokens are gone. Like, technically, like, one of the whole points in all of the blockchain digital assets, that it's sovereign assets and UTO, that's not true anymore. So I think that, like, yes, like, they should have a chance to fix this, and I think they should, and maybe, maybe they won't fix it, but they, like... The core one team, like the actual core one team, besides Wolf and Gap, are spoken out and, and like, hey, we actually don't want this to go through. We think that 
yes, we want to fix it, but this is not the way to do it. Um, so I think that it's just like, important to know that like, voting no on this is not saying not doing anything. It's something that we should be able to do it, and we should keep talking about this. Um, but I think it's really important. It's, like, it's not about like whether or not we address the issue. It's how we address it. I think it's important to like understand like what and and maybe you know like what I think the the vision of Juno is because they say it a lot is that there's no VCs, but then when you look at it, there's obviously a VC here that's dumping on the market every week, and it's obviously very yeah. bad for the protocol. So there's there's got to be something. Done, I, I, right? I would I would disagree a lot with that because VC. I think when they say VC, they mean my people who put in the initial investment that get the, the token at like a way, way, way cheaper price than everybody else. And no matter what, they like succeed because they had the best chance at it. And I would argue that the whale selling Juno was actually better for the network because instead of just continuing to hoard the Juno and continue for their stake to grow larger, they're actually increasing the distribution. So instead of them continuing to grow this like, grow and grow and grow their Juno stake, they're actually selling. It's like, you know, yeah, they're getting some money, but it's obvious that we've seen Juno go from eight bucks to 40 bucks recently so how harmful was it really when they were selling um like does that mean that anybody who has a large amount of you know or a large amount of anything is a harm to the network when they sell or if they have a lot because they can sell so i just think that there's like a lot of nuances to this that like i know this is like a unique situation and i think we can all agree here that like we should do something about the whale but we just got to be really careful how we do it like we've already seen like price dumping and people that are like really into crypto and have a lot of money they're whales saying that like yo like this is not something that everyone be a part of and like that's just like hard to come back from like we need to do something that we need to do it in the right way that people can agree with and isn't just like some you know knee-jerk reaction because we really want to get this solved yeah i think that's mainly it I, you're kind of breaking in and out so it's hard to understand some of what you said but i mean um i think mostly what you're saying is that like there needs to be something done about it but like how we go about doing that is important. And I agree with that a hundred percent, but I, I mean, I don't know. It just sounds like everybody thinks that like these people have a right to this money. And I think that the investors, like if it is a fund, the people that funded the fund should get the airdrop. I wish we could take the tokens from them and somehow verify that they went to the actual investors, um, like just redistribute it back to where it should should go like yeah, somehow but like that's um, why uh that's like yeah they don't give the uh, exchanges the crypto for that reason because then it would change keep it all but it's actually like legality stuff of why exchanges and funds don't give out the airdrops because it's like an like can be considered like another security that they're giving their uh investors and because they receive the juno themselves and then they're giving it to somebody else there's tax liability on there too so like it's, it's a lot more like you can see the I think this fund is from Japan. Does that does that rule still apply there? I I think they're like in an international fund, so I don't know if that rule still applies. Anybody that has a private wallet gets it. So if that's not how we want to do it, then we need to change it. But as of now, like that's how we're doing it. We're giving it to any sovereign wallet. So yeah, it's just breaking up real bad. Tricky. Oh, that airport Wi-Fi. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tricky situation to be in because. Um, like it's obviously not what the core developers wanted, you know what I mean? And, um, there has to be a, some way to fix that. I feel like. Yeah. That's what, like they literally said that they want to do something about the wheel, but that's where the core, most of the core want, not everybody, 
But uh, Jake and a couple other members specifically who aren't Wolf and Jack have said that they want this to be in there. And it's not that they don't want to do anything, it's that they don't want this to be the way we go about it. Hey, Papa. Hey, Clay, are you still there? Yeah, if anybody has any thoughts on Prop 16, make sure to come up and uh, let us know. Um, anybody out there got any thoughts on that? Yeah, please feel free to request. Keep it a friendly discussion, you know, very civil. Yeah, so much the Biden's got. Tricky's trying to speak, but he's uh, at the airport right now. Basis Law, Pump Moles, Jacob, Dude Man, welcome. Maybe we just need like more blockchain tools to be able to to like modify. But then, how do you like maintain uh, decentralization? It, it's a tough, it's a tough uh, thing to to tackle. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, you, I can hear you now. There's been a lot of people that have been asking us to um open this type type of room up just so they can voice their opinions, and that's why we're here. So, yeah, and I don't really think that, like, what, how, like, how this entity obtained their atoms, I, I don't think that's really too much of, like, something that's even of relevance here. Like, it's just, like, the problem is, is that these tokens were distributed, like, how they got their atom or how they, you know, how they met the, the requirements for the rules to doesn't matter. Like, to me, this is, like, whoever created the blockchain made a mistake. And like, how do they fix that without like, like without restarting the entire chain and saying, well, you know, we got to go back to square one. Like, how does that actually happen? Like, if you say, I want to give out uh, ownership of this project in a decentralized way and you make a mistake in doing that. I mean, how do you fix that? Like with prop four, I feel like, Maybe the network wasn't big enough to have this discussion. Possibly. I don't know. Like, because I feel like whenever Prop 4 was going on, it was just like the main people that said, yeah, we feel this way. And that's the way the vote went. Now, with Prop 16, it's a little bit different. The community is way bigger. And uh, we're seeing a lot more input and uh, a lot more differing input, which we all knew was going to happen eventually. But, um, I don't know. It's really exciting to see. I love how engaged the Juno community is. Like, it's awesome. And uh, again, like, it's not anything you have to get heated about. Like, I understand you may have money invested here, but um, really, this is just debating. I think the, what the core of the issue is, is how do we how do we correct a mistake uh, from Genesis without like uh, without having a completely centralized chain? So. I think someone uh, assist or no, no one came up. I thought I heard somebody. But yeah, any thoughts on that, Sisla or Yopster? I know you got a lot to say, man. I've been seeing your posts and in the Discord with you, so I know that you got a lot of thoughts on Prop Sixteen. But basically, I'm of the mind that says, like, okay, like whoever gave these tokens made a mistake, and they want to fix that. And I think um, I think this is this is the way to do it um, through governance. Now, like how like the mechanisms of how we um, take away that power from that one individual, that's going to differ 
But so far, it's been proposed that we just take those coins and move them to the community pool. And I don't really agree with that. I don't think anybody should benefit from like no one should get more money because of this. Like it, exactly. it's just it, I think it should be burned. I think if we take the tokens, they should be burned. I, I do think that the tokens probably should be taken like like they don't they never wanted them to have them. And they they've proven to be like, you know, not fully invested in the project in my in my opinion so that's just See, that's, my thoughts that's i feel like we need more facts because there's a lot of accusations but there's not a lot of hardcore facts to back it up there's a lot of people saying trust me but i mean well i'm going here, off of what i saw no totally but i'm saying those same things that you're seeing they're, they're not facts there's people accusing but then there's not necessarily like the actual substance to back it up so it's like this is like the verify don't trust world so like I feel like I see hardcore evidence like that to do something as extreme as this. Like I need I need hardcore evidence. Um, but I think that like like you said earlier, Clay, like what's gonna come from this especially is more tooling for governance. Like we're gonna see Cosmos projects like mo uh, modify their governance module so that it's more fit to what they want, what they need, and people are gonna experiment and it's gonna be more unique rather than just this, you know, one size fits all for every project that we're starting to see isn't necessarily the most effective. Like we've already seen over the past six months, you know, especially when you have a fast governance process like osmosis, that there can be very low quality proposals that just end up getting through or they go on chain without discussion and they're like really not clear on what they're doing or is this a signaling proposal, is this a hard code proposal? Like we're about to see a lot more flexibility in governance. It's going to be really cool, but it's, 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 it's the only way to get around this stuff because we need to have more, more like, things that we can do rather than just voting yes or no do you think that there should be like a buffer period after a blockchain goes live to make those kind of corrections because like i feel like block number one is just so final in in the community's eyes it's like once you get started you gotta run with whatever you were given you know what i mean if you made a mistake you just gotta run with it it's like what that's not how the real world works I get that, and I 100% know what you're meaning, but like, you have to remember like what a blockchain is for. Um, if we're just like here to have a shared database that we just like press reset on and restart whenever we like find mistakes or troubles, then we might as well not have a blockchain. You know? uh, I think that like that's one of the reasons for the blockchain is that it's shared between everybody. There is no dual root, there is no takebacks, there is no community, it's sovereign, it's yours, it is what it is. And sometimes that's shitty. Um, but that's also too why, like, you know, we got to be really careful what we're doing, doing a lot of testing. And, like, you know, I think it, if they would have looked at how many wallets have to be paid Juno and, like, maybe tried to do some more, like, data scraping, maybe they could have found this in the beginning. But it wasn't, it just didn't seem like that big of an issue at the time. Um, you know, and I guarantee you there's more whales out there that had multiple wallets <laughs> that are probably, like, big as whales as they are. You know, and I think that, like, another thing is, like, even if you just take into account, like, the Core 1 team, all the Core 1 people, how much you know they have, it's probably a pretty significant amount. And I guarantee yeah. a lot of people have multiple wallets. So I don't think that it's fair to, like, be mad at somebody for doing the multiple wallets, especially for security reasons, because everybody's gained an airdrop, probably. Like, every, like, there's so many people that are redelegated for an airdrop that, you know, make multiple wallets and put most out of, put most, you know, going out saying that. So many people make multiple wallets. You know, same thing with Wawa. So it's like, 
if that's the issue, then we need to solve that issue. We don't need to pick on this one person. It needs to be a, a network-wide thing, an ecosystem-wide thing. I just don't think it's fair to pick on one person or one entity. I just need to be like something that we all have to abide by. So if we're going to take away people for gaming airdrops, then we need to stop that all around. You know, and that's one of the unfortunate parts about airdrops is it's not <laughs> always fair um, because it's in the game. So, yeah. Yeah, airdrop design definitely needs a lot of uh, overhaul. Um, and also, like like you said, could prevent a lot of these issues. But um, Sisla came up here. Do you have any thoughts, Sisla, on Prop 16? Hey, uh, hey everyone. Uh, I was just finishing up things, but, uh, you know, saw the space and uh, thought I should join. Yeah, actually, in fact, the last few hours have been very eventful. Uh, where uh, we started talking to... You know, Takumi himself uh, regarding the details of uh, you know what they intended to do and so on and so forth. Most of the details shared were uh, explained in either of the articles, uh, but some you know I won't say exclusive info, but uh, you know some additional info that we picked up was that they've been. Uh, of course, yeah. Uh, I've also seen the video, you know, that was uh, shared. So, you know, was that uh, there was communication? Uh, this was, uh, you know, they could not have definitely gamed the airdrop as such because uh, it was all decided afterwards. Uh, how they got their atoms is definitely not a concern of the Juno network. You know, that has to be the concern of the Cosmos hub. And uh, uh, there were there are people within Cosmos or people that were working on the Cosmos hub uh, actually knew about uh, these validators, or their validators and you know, what they were up to. Uh, people in the Japanese Cosmos community also, you know, knew what they were up to. Uh, some people went ahead and invested with them, some didn't. But the nature of their operations that is what we are concerned about. Uh, those na- the nature of their operations, they're centralized, right? And uh, to a great extent, yeah, although I too definitely agree that airdrop design needs to be better, uh, including the one that we did with Omniflix also isn't perfect. Uh, in fact, uh, to an extent, uh, you know what happened with Om- with Omniflix? You know we we gave a couple of days uh, notice uh, to take one final snapshot, and uh, yeah, we know that uh, you know there have been people that created multiple accounts and you know got, uh, gained exposure themselves. How we plan to ma- mitigate that before the airdrop and is is something that's uh, definitely in our control and. Uh, yeah, that that's definitely you know in our control. But what we do next is not really in our control. And what Prop sixteen brings up is the discussion around being able to police, being able to police the network. Now, when we talk about that, is it the same as manipulating the network? No, it is not the same as manipulating the network. Why? Right? When there is something that's defined 
like in a proof of work network there is no way for someone to actually change that and you know unless with you know the power of uh, getting code into the proof of work network like say bitcoin uh, even with bitcoin to a great extent social consensus exists and you know miners have to upgrade the their node the code of their node and so on so forth but in this case if code is law right we definitely believe code is law if code is law governance is part of the code right and because governance is part of the code the community actually can decide how to go about things you know how to go about everything that happens so here we are talking about the fact that code is law governance is part of the code and hence you know we want to have community that has the power this way we ra- rationalized that if there is you know a dao hack like the case with ethereum that happened you don't necessarily need to fork right there are ways in which you know it'll affect there'll be some collateral damage but at the same time there are ways in which you can actually you know uh, mitigate some of the risk if not all of it right so this is a model that exists you know that can exist actually <laughs> you know someone just uh, talked about the osmosis proposals and so on and so forth How, like if the community is given power to vote on inflation and complex financial decisions definitely think this is you know something to be decided by the community itself prop 16 so there is no way that you know someone can deny the involvement of the community you know on on osmosis you know you decide in 3 days whether there should be external incentives or not whether there should be you know some an adjustment in the inflation rate you know most people don't even know what is happening right and 3 days is definitely not enough time to discuss anything so osmosis in some sense is good because the practice of discussing on commonwealth first and then getting the proposal up on the chain is important because you can discuss on commonwealth for days right and then one find they put it up and you only have 3 days voting time but in the case of juno we didn't see that you know there was no commonwealth and so on and so forth of course whether it's good or not like it's not that many networks are whether it's good or not is not a question but at the same time yeah that kind of transparency works out well on osmosis you know where you have like a lower 3 day voting period time and so on and so forth uh, but might not work well on say you know at least in this case for juno did not work well so hence you know our stance in in the entire equation has been yes we will have to make sure that you know it's not about the centralized entity uh, uh how do i put it it's not about the centralized entity actually be giving up their tokens or us con- confiscating their tokens it is just a precedent that we set that if there is policing required the community can actually go ahead with it right that's one two you know this is not setting an example but you know people that you know that might have accidentally gamed the system as well right should not feel confident that that they can get away with anything and everything right so this is something that you know we are very uh you know we are very concerned about 
uh, in terms of the kind of precedent that it can set. Uh, whereas most people see, you know, we saw arguments on, you know, again on Twitter that, you know, people will be spooked, you know, VC funds might not invest and so on and so forth. You know, it is bad for Cosmos SDK based chains. You know, yeah, then the entire ecosystem should collapse, right? Because this is happening on a daily basis across chains you know, for various things. But at the same time, you know, it is not a case where, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm sure many of you might have known that even on the Cosmos Hub, there were Genesis accounts that were reset, right? Like, I, I don't know how many of you have followed, but, you know, there has been a proposal, you know, to be able to work on that, you know, fix that. So there are mistakes that happen. It is human. We are all human. Nothing is perfect. DeFi hacks happen, even on audited contracts and so on and so forth. The community should have the ability to police themselves, you know, moderate themselves, take it to the next level, right? But at the same time, is this the right way to do it? The process, right? Maybe not. Uh, I'm sorry I'm taking too long just to share my thoughts. But at the same time, as a bottom line, we believe that funds either should be returned to investors and let's let's keep it straight. If you're on Binance, taking with the Binance validator, you can expect for a fact that you won't get airdrops even if you know about them, right? So this is the same way. You know, investors, you know, we are not sympathizing with their investors, but just for the fact that they contributed to the Cosmos ecosystem, the Atom ecosystem, CCN, uh, we saw some threads and so on and so forth, where CCN, people knew about CCN and what they did. But at the same time, you know, it is not a case where we really want to give back tokens to people that might that might or did not contribute to the network. We can always go ahead and freeze those tokens in a smart contract because you know also as Cosmos and they can be locked up in a smart contract and they can be used to you know do a lot of other things. Best possible scenario from a legal standpoint as well is that. Tokens, if they go to the community pool, the community pool will be tainted. Just to ensure we avoid sending tokens to the community pool, we can send them to the smart con to a smart contract. We can burn tokens and we can actually inflate an equivalent number of tokens, you know, or maybe you know, inflation will continue until max supply hits, which is when we will have, you know, we will have uh, tainted tokens burnt and we will have like you know, good tokens in that sense uh, get generated out of inflation or minted out of inflation, which can then be used for public building public goods or can maybe even be given to stakers and so on and so forth. So from a proposal standpoint, Prop 16 definitely has some issues in the text and so on and so forth. But as an idea, we agree, right? This is not, uh, yeah, centralized entities should not have access to these tokens. And after they dox themselves, you know, it, it is pretty clear. Uh, it is pretty clear that, you know, the team also knows have been, you know, they have had conversations and so on and so forth. But yeah, you know, this is where it is at right now, where we definitely agree with the idea that tokens should not be, you know, uh, sh should not uh, be sent into, you know, uh, into the control of ex uh, centralized entities uh, or should not stay in the control of centralized entities. But they should not also be sent to the community pool, right? If this is like a signaling proposal, yes, we still say yes. We still didn't change our vote. Our stance is yes. If this is treated the way 
you know in the exact way in the in the most if this is treated in the uh, most literal sense or you know how that can be seen then we do not agree to this and abstain would be our uh, choice because here we do not want tokens to go to the community pool because that affects every builder that ever you know gets a community grant and builds for juno yeah so that is our stance guys and you know those are our thoughts thank, thank you thank you sisla that was amazing don't don't ever feel like you're over speaking it's it's a pleasure to hear you talk and uh, i really appreciate <clears throat> it sounds like we're pretty in line um you know something needs to be done and the the community pool shouldn't get those tokens like it it should be burned i think um and I, I agree. They never should have had those tokens in the beginning. Um, I just wonder why Prop Four didn't pass, and maybe it was because the the community wasn't big enough or mature enough to have this discussion. I guess. But uh, we also have multi chain maximus maximalist. What's up, man? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Can you hear me? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess just the tag team off of like Sisla. So much wisdom there. I mean. Yeah, in many ways, I feel uh, very much the same way. I am part of uh, Core One, uh, as a lot of people know, and I posted a thread earlier that echoed a lot of things that I think Sisla, Sisla brought up. Like, this proposal was rushed, and it was made in the name of Core One, but not everybody signed off on it. Um, it was, I, I think, I, I think the sentiment of it is right, but the actual details are what really matter here. Um, for for example like I, I completely agree with like with burning the funds as opposed to like bringing them to the the community pool i've had nothing but nonstop people come to me with like various concerns over how this was done um i think process is something we really need to get a lot better on as as cosmos governance goes we like the idea of like things have to be refined in something like commonwealth before they go on chain like I think this proposal would have been a lot less dramatic and have a lot more support behind it. Honestly, if it was just like we spent like a little bit more time refining it in public before we actually like shipped it um, before it got, you know, posted to the world. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I had a Twitter thread the other day. Um, I've been catching up with all this stuff because Stargaze just launched as well. So it's been a very busy time. But, um, you know, I, in the thread, I talked a lot about you know, like we're kind of entering a whole new era, you know, in some ways it's really cool that, you know, community governance can like basically do anything if we give it the code to do anything. But that's also like a really kind of scary uh, thing as well. You know, it's, it's cool to be able to like potentially fix a hack or address a rug pull or, you know, fix like a, a broken Genesis, you know? Um, but with great power comes great responsibility. And we need to do a lot more thinking in terms of how we structure governance decisions. Uh, we need to think about things like constitutions for chains, like what will we and will we not do? What sort of due process is involved? Like a lot of people were, for example, like really sympathetic to uh, slashing the whale or burning the whale, uh, but you know they didn't like the process of how all this went about. Like it felt like a witch hunt, you know, like a bunch of ac accusations were thrown and there were like, we're gonna like burn this account to nothing. And like a lot of people like reacted very negatively to that. And the fact that like the evidence in the actual proposal was like a little bit shoddy just did not help. So like, you know, um, 
it's it's kind of unfortunate, but I, I, I cannot help but think that this is like amazing opportunity for, for the cosmos. The fact is like this is gonna this could happen on other chains. This could happen on Terra, this could happen on Cosmos Hub, this could happen on Osmosis. Like, you know, uh people can vote to change things and uh we need to think better and more about how we move forward in such an environment. Um I guess one last plug for DowDow, you know, if you're really interested in like building like governance tools, like this is one of the things we're, we're trying to do. I, I don't think it's going to be easy, by the way. I think it's really hard to build like a perfect governance system. Um, but, you know, we clearly have a lot more work to do in terms of how we can build, you know, better, better systems for this type of stuff. Anyway, um, I'm sure people have questions and criticisms for me um and you know maybe core one or or juno but it'd be great to like get people's thoughts that's that's most of my spiel and and sisla i really loved all the points you made like thank you for for sharing that it was really it's really great to listen and i think i think we're very much aligned i think we're pretty much in agreement on 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 that side of things and yeah uh i mean the last few days i've been extremely insightful on how to operate a network, uh, not, not from a communication standpoint, but all the intricacies around, you know, when a token should enter a community pool, what happens, you know, if it isn't right and so on and so forth. So yeah, uh, Jake, your thread also made a lot more sense, gave a lot more perspective. I have a couple of questions, if I may, you know, uh, you can yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah, you can definitely consider this coming from, you know, Omniflix the validator and not just Sisla. So when when we are looking at uh, when we are looking at, I know I know the Commonwealth part doesn't you know uh, really exist uh, when it comes to the Juno network. Uh, that is one process. But when it comes to participation around discussions on proposals, it does exist. It's just that people have not been acting. They should like we even have it in the Juno docs that a proposal correct, should correct. be should be workshops in commonwealth before posting but you know in this example that was ignored and yeah <laughs> yeah actually i went to the commonwealth uh, a couple of days back just to check you know what's happening and uh, yeah like i realized that it was there but not really active so in general like if there is a proposal discussion that happens you mentioned that you know it might not have been discussed enough uh, so where does that happen? Will it happen only on Discord? Or do you think going forward, we'll have it all on Commonwealth, you know, just like how we're having it for Osmosis? I think it's going to be all on Commonwealth, like Osmosis. There's a lot of crossover between the Juno and Osmosis um, communities. And I think mm -hmm. Commonwealth is a great place to have these discussions. And I think it's easier to have them in one place as opposed to like splitting mm -hmm. it out too much. Like. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I think this is, these are questions we need to also answer more as a community, like, but I personally would like to see Commonwealth and I think it works well. And, um, yeah, if you're, you're a listener and you have future ideas for Juno proposals, like, please run them through Commonwealth first. <laughs> um, but yeah, great suggestion. What else, what else you got for me, Sisla? Yeah. And, and I also wanted to, uh, understand you know, specifically your thoughts because of both the networks you're involved in and everything that you did with, uh, you know, even with True Story. 
uh, your involvement there. I was uh, involved with True Story, but you know that was oh, uh, that was that was Shane and Jorge. Shane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. At least with Juno and you know, I know you've been involved with Juno. You know, like full time, like hardcore. You know, since since the Telegram group days. So you know when when we look at the when we look at all this happening now, h- how important do you think is the fact that you know there has to be signaling in the community in some sense, and then only things should be decided by a governance proposal, uh, as as opposed to you know things just going. Of course, you know discussion on Commonwealth uh, actually you know they definitely help. But do you think there should be because right now you know sometimes what we see is uh, you know I think it was uh, I forgot the proposal number but it was regarding the red line validator on osmosis where Commonwealth had extremely you know it was a completely flipped case where Commonwealth did not support you know those discussions but they, it ended up being a proposal anyways. And, you know, we had a lot of people vote and, you know, then, you know, people came back to us and so on and so forth. So, you know, what are your thoughts on like having that initial, you know, temperature check uh, that I put, I think I saw, you know, some of the Ethereum networks definitely have, uh, you know, before they go to snapshot. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like that brings up a lot of great points and it's, it is really interesting how a lot of Ethereum communities have a temperature check before things can be listed. Um, I, I think that we need to do, start doing some similar things. Um, our communities are getting like very, very large now. And the old days when no one really cared about Cosmos, when it was just like a small people that cared about the Cosmos hub and you could like anyone could just post a proposal. Like, um, you know, I think those are, uh, I think we're you know moving beyond that. Um, and so, w- we need better processes. I personally like the idea of like having some sort of process, potentially on Juno, this could be run through something like DowDow as well, where you have to like, you know, get some pre-votes on a proposal before it actually goes live on on-chain governance for voting. Now, we have a lot to figure out on how exactly that would work, but personally, I'm a big fan of such things. You know, it's like, um, uh, if you live in America, you know, if there's if there's going to be like, you know, uh, a ballot measure in like California, for example, it has to get a certain amount of pre-votes before it goes out there to the world. Um, not saying like that the system here is perfect. It's actually very, very flawed, which is why we need to be working on digital versions of governance. But, um, you know, I, I think the idea of having some sort of like, you have to get some amount of pre-vote before a proposal can go live, I think makes a lot of sense. Now, we have a lot of open questions about how exactly that should work. But one of the things I really hope we get from this, like, whole endeavor is that we start thinking about those things we start thinking about how we want to change our processes how we want to change how we operate through governance what we want in our constitutions you know is it okay for example to like you know undo hacks or whatever or, you know are 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 do we instead want a system where like wallets can wallet balances can never be changed i think a lot of people have different ideas and so we just need to like have these larger like discussions and um and frankly, you know, we might have different chains with different values, uh, and that's fine. Like diversity is good, and that's the great thing about the cosmos. If you don't like the rules of, you know, one chain, you can go to another. Um, yep. Yep. That's perfect. So, Jake, I got a question. 
before I get on this bike and just go and lose reception in the skies. I think I'm really interested about the Bill of Rights and kind of like, how do you see that being formed and how do you see that being enforced if you go and do that? Uh, you're breaking up a little bit, but I, I think uh, your question was about the uh, Bill of Rights or like, I, I guess my take on it, I think each, you know, like we have uh, code is law kind of thing. There's like the code that actually runs the blockchain. But, you know, in many ways, we also still have like an element of community. Like it, it's important to have like high level rules about how a community operates. Um, and I'm not talking about like a Bill of Rights for like at all the all of the blockchains in the cosmos, like each one can have its own, like each community, you know, can have its own sort of set of, you can think of these as like a bill of rights, or you could think of this as like community guidelines. Like these, this is what we will do, you know, and this is how we will behave in like certain situations. Um, uh, you know, I think that it, in many ways, I've been trying to get people to like come into doubt out and like start thinking about how we can like build these things for, for communities. because. Um, there's a lot of really interesting questions, like, um, and they don't have easy answers to them. Like, sometimes um, it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, a community might think it's great that like a DAO can vote to like take away someone's balance, you know, if they're a bad actor. Other people might have a different interpretation of that and think that, you know, that's actually a really bad thing. So um, communities, I think, do need to have an upfront, you know, set of expectations about how they work. Um, I think something that's come up recently with Prop 16, like people were confused about like core one and, you know, the first of all, the communication has been a nightmare. Um, I think uh, another thing is like, if there is like core teams, they should have a standard way of communicating. I think for something like core one, uh, you know, on-chain communication is best, you know, like, but like there are Twitter accounts and things like that associated with um, with Core One, but they're not like not all members have access to those, you know, and that doesn't necessarily reflect the views of like all members. Um, and so it's important to have like standard channels for communication. I also think that like core dev dev teams should not take positions on proposals, like even if they're putting them forward, you know. Um, but these are these are rules, these are norms that we need to like enshrine in things like constitutions or bill of rights or community guidelines, you know. It's um and they're going to be different for each community and that's I think that's fine and something to be celebrated, but we need a lot more experimentation with these kinds of things. Um something that's come up recently with this current proposal is if prop 16 passes, some people assume that we have to implement it exactly as it's written. Um and well, a lot of people are unhappy with it exactly as it's written. I share Sisla's worry that it will taint the community pool and a bunch of people that are really talented developers that built Cosmwasm even, um, you know, uh, they've come forward to me with that same worry as well, you know, like, um, and so does that mean we have to implement it exactly like it is in Prop 16, or is that just a guideline? Are our text proposals binding or not? Like we need, like a community needs to decide this because right now everybody has their own individual interpretation of how it should be, and they all disagree with each other. And then we, you know, like start shit posting about each other on social media, and it's it's not very productive. So it's like, you know, we're 
I think we we need to like, you know, kind of uh, figure out some consistent guidelines. Um, because yeah, like what happens with the text proposal? Is it binding or not? Like, um, I've been having this conversation a lot recently. Like, because like it looks like Prop 16 is going to pass, but the way it's it's implemented, like, you know, does that mean we need to like make another proposal to like specify exactly how we want to implement it in code, or can we like? implement it in code that's like sort of inspired by the main proposal, but doesn't work exactly like how it's laid out in the proposal. Like these are, you know, communities need to be clear about these kinds of expectations. I'm sorry, I just rambled on a lot. I see your raised hands. I can't unmute you though, so. Um. Oh, that's great, thank you. Congratulations on uh, uh, the Stargaze launch, by the way. Um, AZ? Oh. Hey guys, um, I just wanted to add my piece to that, Jake. That was that was wonderful. Um, yeah, I, th I think this Prop 16 situation has been very uncomfortable, just because, like, I think obviously a lot of tempers are flared, and a lot of people don't know exactly how to approach this. And I think almost we might need a standardization and guidelines for the way proposals are worded, because totally. one thing we kind of see across the board now is what is the question being asked? Are we the arbiters of morality, like let's pretend that all the facts that we know currently about this situation is true and that CNN did in fact not game the Juno drop intentionally, but then they did in fact steal the Juno from their investors and therefore it wasn't theirs to begin with. And blah, you know what I mean? Like, there's just so many ways that you could word that or at so many ways that you could abide by it. Like, are we concerned that they're a danger to the network? Are we concerned that they can liquidate an AMM? Are we concerned that they were they unfairly received a larger stake than they were supposed to? So I think it might be important on future um, proposals to ask a, like a question with finality, not what do we want to do, perhaps, but like what are we determined? What are we asking? I think that would have been such a better process for all this. Like, I, and I really wish that like it had gone that way. You know, I think um, it it would have been a much more healthy discussion. A discussion i think even a lot of people that like voted no that are critical like we've had a lot of i've had a lot of people reach out to me with like some serious concerns um you know and regardless of how you think about it like a lot of the reasoning for no was just how this went about and that it felt like too much like in in their words like mob justice or like a witch hunt you know like very little evidence in the actual proposal you know I, and you know i i for one, think that, you know, like, personally, I think action should be taken, I think, uh, but the way it was framed is really important. Um, and, you know, there, there was no process, like, uh, and so yeah, naturally, if you're like a big validator, or whatever, that might worry you, like, what happens if someone makes a similar proposal about me, and, you know, um, whips up everybody into a frenzy about, you know, you know, what like so people people had concerns about like how it was done and yeah so i agree with like a lot of you know what you're saying so um thank you yeah yeah uh jake i too had you know just an extension of what he said there is no way that without a proposal 17 that this can be executed right just to confirm yeah, no, that's, Even, that's another thing is like, I think people have been confused about like, if this passes, it happens. It's literally just a text proposal. So like, 
it passes and nothing happens. Like we have to Im actually implement the code to do what's in the proposal. Um, exactly, and and it has to be you know most likely done through another proposal because uh, you know whether this passes or not, uh, you know if some action has to be taken, it has to be again via another proposal, right? Yes. Or can it can it be you know without a proposal? Yeah, I know. In theory, it can exist. You know, all validators can coordinate on the Discord server and you know take action. But still, you know that might not be the exact set of actions that you know that that uh, that that are transparent enough uh, to be shared and so on. So forth. yeah, okay. So there is a proposal seventeen that will come up. Cool. Yep, there's going to be a proposal seventeen. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think uh, Proposal 17 will be like, we're going to, this has been honestly a shit show. And, you know, there's a lot of work to do to repair trust and make sure that we are aligned as a community. Um, yeah. And setting out like, you know, like coherent guidelines. Like, are we reserving the right to police the chain? What is like, at, this this has some profound implications like you know for example there was a rug pull recently with a shit shitty like cw20 token and like i don't think people should invest in these things like people are just going to make like a ton tons of scammy projects or whatever but you know some people do and they lost their money so can they make a proposal to um like undo the the rug pull you know like um or like and then what happens and then where does that end as well like you know, we need some sort of process for, you know, if either we say like all this stuff is off the table, like maybe this like fixing this like Genesis bug is like the one last action, but like no future things like this will be taken. Like we just need to like come to like a bit more of a framework about how these kinds of decisions like are made. Because I think that that's what spooked a lot of people is that there was no process here. It was just like, you know frankly, a really bad, like, appeal to emotion or argument with, like, very little evidence behind it. Um, you know, I'm frankly sympathetic to the cause, but, like, there's no denying that, like, Prop 16 was just poorly written and just did not have, like, strong evidence behind it. And so, you know, we, we have to do better. And, you know, I think that I, I, everyone, you know, this has been very painful, but I really do think that we're, like, Cosmos as a whole is going to come out better from this because, like, it's, I think forcing us to confront some really important things and really think about process, like, and how we might do these things. All right, I, I don't know if there's other questions, but you know, um, or if someone else wants to talk, I, I feel like I've been talking for a while. The statement about proposal 17 needed before action can be taken. If you read that proposal 16, no, no other proposal is needed for them to take action. They can take action. It's written in that proposal. Yeah, but so he's saying you have to write code. Like people have to actually make this happen. And, yeah, and with the way the Cosmos works, you have to like have all the validators agree to a block to do an upgrade. This is more or less going to be a fork of the network. No, so you have to like if, agree on a block okay, height two, and stuff like so that. So if you if you read tenements, uh code only two-thirds of the validators need to agree uh on, on it so 
uh, as long as the validators are agreeing, then then it's going to be written. But like at what block height? Well, and how how do you execute that transaction? Those coins are currently staked. I know, but if you if you read that proposal, does it not say uh, Simfun? Yeah, community poll is not good. Core one, it, it, it's let it's led people to a false impression that this proposal is going to pass and this is magically going to happen. It is literally just a text proposal. There is no code that implements this. You know, we ha literally have to go and build a custom code. So that when the upgrade happens at a specific block height, you know. Right. Are, uh, but are you are you a part of that team? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a part of uh, core core one. Um, but yeah, I'm part of the core core dev team. Um, the and general team. We have a bunch. Yeah, we have a bunch of developers that are working on this at the moment. Um, so it's actually a really hard, non-trivial thing to do because this account has like staked tokens. They've engaged with smart contracts. Like, how do we, you know, that this is so not we'll, trivial. Like, we have to go and we have to change state in a way that doesn't, you know, brick the chain like Evmos, you know? You have like, to, like, unwind it. You have to, like, unwind the ball of yarn and do it, like, piece by piece without, like, corrupting so, so anything So, let me ask else. this. What's the unbound time for, for Juno? I mean, I don't understand this. If, if the unbound time is, what, 21 days? For Juno? 28 days, actually. 28 days. And so... You know, the top, the clock really starts ticking if we see the whale unbonds. Now, if the whale unbonds, like, everyone's probably going to want to flip to, like, a yes vote for if we, like, you know. Um, so it's probably not in their interest to unbonds. But if they do, you know, um, like, then we have 28 days to ship a, uh, an upgrade. Now, we well, listen have... right now. If they listen to right now and you tell them you can't do this in 28 days, I would unbond right now. Oh, we can do it in 28 days. We already have like a working first version of this. Like, we're, you know, like, Juno, like, say what you want about like how this proposal like came about and like miscommunications from the core one team. But, you know, we, we, we have people that can ship code. Um, and so we already have like, but do you, it, it does require a lot of testing, you know, like we have to like fully try this on test nets before. Like, I think a lot of people in the Cosmos community saw like what happened, you know, in other communities, like, you know, Evmos, and it's it's hard. You need to fully test everything before you you try something like this. It's um, yeah, okay. So I guess what I was asking is, so this governing proposal, which you know, I, I stayed out of this because I didn't know which way to vote, so I abstained from voting. Uh, but when I read this, right, does this proposal not give you the authority to make that upgrade? Because so the way at, at the end of the day, this is more like a signaling proposal, which is giving the signal of how the community believes. What what Jake is saying is that it is not an it doesn't have the code connected to it to actually have teeth to make shit happen. It it and if you read the proposal, it reads like it has teeth and it has code to back it, but that's just not the case. It should have been clearly stated as a signaling proposal. Um, which is just signaling the intent and what the community believes should happen. What Jake oh. is saying is to actually make it happen. There's a lot of shit that has to that actually needs to be done, and that know, shit know, is not so, done. So, so I guess what I'm trying to get at, right, is that so what happens? This passes, then uh, this guy unbonds. Then you got to go to another vote to then say whether or not you want to implement the code or not. It would be something like the 
just even disregarding if the whale unbonds or not. So when this passes, that is saying that the Juno community believes that this whale should lose all but 50,000 of his Juno. Not believes. They they have voted and agreed. Yeah, they they agree that this is what the future that they want to see. However you want to word that, whatever. Um, But then after that, the devs need to code up the actual code and a new proposal stating this is what they're doing. This is the code to back it up. Make sure everyone can read it and see like, yes, they are doing what they say they're doing. And mm-hmm. it, and once that will go up for proposal and it'll say, hey, does this, th- does this proposal match the intentions of props, Prop 16 and the code within match the intentions. And cool. once once that passes, then at, it'll have a block height attached. So let's say mm-hmm. block 1 million is when yep. the validators upgrade. And then at block 1 million and 1, then the whale will no longer have those coins. Okay. So my question then is, what happens if you got people on your team who disagree with this and do not get the code done? So are you saying that governance in the future should always have a block height in which it is going to be activated with the code or with whatever governance, the teeth that you call it? It it, it depends if it's a signaling proposal or not. Well, I think what this is all coming down to is this should have been a signaling proposal from the beginning, but they they wrote the proposal as if it had teeth and it had code to back it up and it was ready to go. Yeah, I completely agree. And this also underscores the point about like a need for like, a constitution like how binding are text proposals like you know what if the community requests something that's technologically impossible like what are the devs supposed to do that you know it's like um there, there's a big difference between proposals that actually have code backing behind them and text proposals and so we need to think intelligently about what signaling proposals mean and how they should be interpreted um so like to me that underscores like a big need for like constitutions but um I see another raised hand. Uh, hey, Jake. Uh, and I had a question for uh, for you as well as the discussion point for the room. So effectively, we want to have a uh, submission of some proposal that will result in automatic executable sort of block of Cosmosm. I think in terms of defining uh, rules of fair play and transitioning of our state machine, it's something that will get most legitimation from the community. But the question is, how do, can we handle 16 uh, specifically in a way that doesn't reduce legitimacy of uh, sort of votes mattering, right? There is nothing in the proposal to indicate that the narrative around that could be misconstrued. There could be disinformation campaigns in the FUD against Juno and Cosmos in general uh, around Genesis file. Um, I would wanted to ask, is there a way still that you see before the closing time of the proposal uh, to flip the votes uh, and basically have more participation uh, from those who delegate, I haven't seen the data, to, to, to not vote yes, to actually reject this proposal? Uh, uh, you know, this is a large reason why Core One has recently flipped and urged people to vote no, because it's not that it's not about whether or not we want to like punish the whale. It's just pure like this is badly written proposal, and I think if you know, I it, it looks likely that it's going to pass. But you know, um, you bring up a good point. Like how do how do we how do we fix this now? Because this can definitely be used to spread a lot of fud about things, um, and. I think the only way is we have to put forward a new proposal. Like, and the new proposal actually has to like lay out some pretty important things about what our values are, what our process is. I think you know it should also probably include like include a clear like summary of like you know any like um, 
accusations. I, th I think it also, you know, should uh, kind of update the the demands a little bit. Like, uh, I'm a really, I really agree with Sisla, and I, I made a similar point myself. And I've had tons of people reach out with concerns about this. We should not add this money to the community pool because that means like that 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 means the community pool is going to be like tainted. Like, I, I still think we should take action, but like, we need to like make that change because it's if we don't, it's going to make mean like we're shooting ourselves in the foot and it's making a lot of people that want to do a lot of amazing dev work for Juno feel really uncomfortable because suddenly it's like, oh, you know, I just maybe got money from like Japanese, like money laundering, you know, it's like no one, no one wants that potential like liability hanging over their head. And so we should either set the funds aside, like in a separate smart contract or honestly, I think the cleanest thing is just burn them. Um, but, you know, we need to like, a new proposal is needed. This the the process a lot like a lot of people have a lot of very valid concerns about this, and the process you know sucked, and so we need to kind of like rebuild trust in the community, you know. Um, and thankfully, we have a little bit more time. Like the whale has not unbonded, and as soon as they do, we have like a twenty eight day like ticking clock. But you know, um, yeah. How, does that answer your question, or do you have any more thoughts, or what, what do you think about this? Yeah, totally. This does answer it, and uh, I will look forward to the new proposal as well. And uh, sort of in terms of the um, this being sort of a continuous selection process, or uh, I, guess, I guess permanent revolution, if you want to comment it from the left, uh, this should be totally flippable if we all, it seems, agree that the proposal is suboptimal and like just simply rejecting it on face value can be adjusted uh, within the voting period. But thank you. Uh, thanks for answering. Uh, I will switch back to the audience. Yeah, I'm 100% with Jake that the funds, um, I'm, a, I'm personally a pro Prop 16 person and I'm still voting yes. I just want to caveat that. But I also think that these funds, if it passes, should be burned, not included in the community pool for Jake and Sisla's reasoning. Um, and then he made a point around how do you how do you make it so these this doesn't look like a like the votes don't matter. So even even if the core team is saying that they are voting no against this and the proposal gets a yes vote eventually, then I, in my opinion, the, the core team has to at least execute some form of this proposal. But I don't think it has to be word for word exact. Just because, like I said, I think that it should be burned. These funds shouldn't go to the community pool. So, I, like, I agree. I, I think the, the problem is that there are those in the community that take the opposite view. And you know, this gets back to the whole constitution debate is like, does that mean we have to have a whole other like, and maybe, maybe Joe or others in the community can help by like drafting some stuff on like Commonwealth and try, trying to like drum up some, you know, support around like, for example, like the change to burning or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, these are important questions, like we need to clarify about like how the process works. Like, um, you know, is it is this just merely something we should take for insp inspiration? Or do we have to implement it exactly? like that or unless there's like another proposal that you know shows that the community is like changed what they thought um yeah i think there should be yeah. like an amendment to the like prop 17 should be like if 16 passes i think 17 should be like clarification of what happens to the whales funds at block whatever and that's just my thought um yeah know, i mean it's, drop off, so. go ahead it's something we have to agree upon as a community and maybe we we would take that you know amendment system like system as well so maybe prop 17 doesn't include the code but it's more like a clarification of you know um prop 16 uh and hopefully 
does a little bit better job in terms of like also reassuring people like you know that that we that this is a a one time thing or that you know we are going to come up with like a good process for this stuff like how do we ensure people that there there's a like the the concept of due process that we won't just start like you know maybe i have a competitor validator and i'm just going to like drum up like a uh, uh like a conspiracy against them and make a proposal that like you know we should do the same thing like people have seriously come forward with concerns to me and they're like we're going to leave the network and like you know this is like really scary and uh you know i think i think those like concerns are valid you know and we need to like i'm for slashing the whale but we have to do it right we have to like this is a really powerful thing that we're doing and if we do it without any process or like any like quality control whatsoever we're just going to look bad we're going to look like you know um so any yeah Jake, I, I agree with your point that this is actually going to make the cosmos stronger overall and then the second point is that this really reaffirms the idea of some sort of constitution bill of rights whatever being necessary for these kind of systems and this this is kind of how you figure this out we're kind of like going through the wild right now and we're doing some crazy shit no one's ever done before so you kind of have to expect some crazy outcomes and that's what we're seeing and yep and joe or anyone else in the like we need help with this like you know the community needs to come forward and like we clearly have seen some stuff recently and you know we need to like start putting this together and it's going to take time we're not going to like you know come up with like a constitution overnight um and uh but you know if we can get some patterns for this stuff i, I think that'll help other chains like and chains might not have exactly the same constitutions but having a nice little template you know with like some basic core principles that maybe we can agree to will be so helpful um i think it might even be a yeah. good idea to have some like form of like a higher level of quorum and consensus needed for certain types of changes to the network like the fact yeah. that we if we have like 25 30 percent of the network pressing a, a abstain in this vote that means with like a 40 or 50 percent yes vote we can slash all these funds which i mean again i'm pro slashing the whale but i still don't know if that's the best idea like there almost needs to be like thresholds for like minor changes versus like totally changing the state of the network um i completely agree yeah uh, it's totally different to like vote on like a mild parameter change versus like actually do something like pretty radical and yeah i we need that kind of nuance in like the governance system like you know cosmos sdk government governance is pretty like it's pretty simple at the moment and we need to like we need people working on that code. We need people working on constitutions. We need people thinking about how exactly we want to modify. I think that is an amazing suggestion. I would love to see that happen. Yeah, uh, I mean, we we don't even have uh, you know different voting periods for different types of proposals. You know, there 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 are a lot of experiments that you know uh, some of the builders uh, have been working on. Definitely. Uh, Jake and uh, Joe, just to extend that thought from earlier on burning tokens, personally, uh, yeah, I, I really like the concept of burning from a deflationary, from an economic standpoint. But, uh, you know, it's best if we can burn these and again, let inflation do its work by, you know, hitting the max supply and 
eventually getting these tokens back into the supply and in some way being able to you know fund public goods or you know fund development so that you know the community grows so you know from a legal standpoint source of funds is very important you know most people that that have been in the space uh, understand the concept of source of funds so you know we shouldn't technically be using these hence burn but again inflate them back into the network so that no we utilize them for public good yeah yeah i think that's a cleaner way of doing it um burn it then um you know well we can also just make coins too um so uh you know that that would need a governance proposal but yeah i think that is a much cleaner way of doing it source of funds is extremely important for like anyone that's like a dev shop like in europe or america or even like you know asia like um it's yeah let's keep our community pool clean so that we can use it to you know invest in company in in startups or like invest in like you know building out like the dev ecosystem and have those people do it with like you know uh, a clean a clean slate and let like so they can sleep well at night hey lazuli did you get a chance to speak yet yeah we kind of somewhat went over it i was going to ask if prop 17 could be like yes community fund or no burning just a simple uh one like that i think it should be a, a little bit i mean you know i think we need to like actually um uh do some of what we've been talking about earlier and have a process and like shop it on like commonwealth and stuff um but i i think it should do a little bit more than that i i think it's and and jack had some really good points jack zamplin who's also on core one um he, he had a, a recent like uh you know not quite a twitter thread but you know some of, of his like high level takeaways for this um and we need to like kind of reassure people you know that like like a lot of like tr- like people have been very passionate about this and they've had like really intense debates and that's great but we need to like you know i think that like a lot of people on both sides like had really le- legitimate concerns over like how this was done and i think we need to like we don't need a full constitution yet but we need to like make some reassuring statements about oh hey jack how's it going uh, oh um, hey jake we need to make some reassuring sta- statements to like rebuild trust with the community again we should like, we should also get you know demi up here too he's in the crowd oh yeah let's get demi up here i don't have the i don't have the button though um let's request to speak and we'll bring him up and um I'm going to bring down the okay thank you Lizuli for bringing yourself down. Hey Jake you made a good point. I don't I just want to like uh touch on this for a little bit. I think the uh Juno is such a strong community and like I don't really I don't love the fact that people voting yes are hating on people voting no and people no, voting no are hating on people voting yes. This is super nuanced, super complicated. Like both sides have things that they're right about and both sides have things that they're wrong about and like we we just need to come back and be a family at the end of the day and like figure out how to get through this in the best way possible and calling each other idiots or dipshits whatever i don't think that's the best way it's it's like see, like meeting in the middle and being like okay both sides are right about some stuff both sides are wrong about others let's let's make this as good as we can from this fucked up situation <laughs> totally beautifully said It's definitely hard to do that. Uh, Milo, 
you came up. Did you have something to say? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Um, just wanted to, you know, I guess uh, speak from a lot, a few of the things I've seen from other community members, and um, you know, I like everything I'm hearing here, and I, I've been a, you know, a holder since I saw Jake, you know, talk about uh, the interview. I forgot who it was with, you know, mentioned Stargaze, and really like the platform. I know a lot of people do. I've got a lot of faith in Juno. I just think uh, I see a lot of you know, folks on Twitter not seeing too much transparency and, you know, just about what really happened. And I think, you know, I'm very hopeful that this could uh, be a very good thing for Juno and Meta. And, uh, you know, I'm just wondering if there's a way that we can put a positive spin on it, you know, and uh, just, yeah, I, I don't know whether that's like, you know, do some, you know, maybe some videos or something with the developers just talking. I mean, I've, I've got complete faith in all of you guys. Just hey, as uh, a... Milo, can I, can I just answer that real quick? Yeah. Um, you know, I totally hear you and I, I want the same thing for this network. And, you know, that's why I, I, I work on it. And right. what, what we are seeing here is really unprecedented. You know, as a, somebody who's been involved in cosmos governance and DAO governance now for a number of years, uh, like, a level of community participation in this vote, the the sort of voice of the community being heard that they want to use this governance power to, you know, help police the network, which is, I think, something that we all are going to have to learn how to do as this ecosystem grows. Like, these are cool and revolutionary things that are happening in Juno right now. And like, if you've followed me, you've seen that I've supported that. And, right. you know, I think that as we've gone a little further in this proposal, the questions that have come up make it really uncertain. And with the amount of time we have right now, it's hard to say, hey, we should take all this person's money and put it in the community. There's a lot of implications and ramifications for that that, that you know, I know others on this chat are diving into that we maybe as a community want to have a little bit more time to think about. And I think that, um, you know, it's exciting. There's a lot of stuff happening in the moment. But if we step back and we think what is best for Juno as a network, that's where I'm coming from. And that's where, you know, the core one folks are coming from. And I think that, like, we're going to find a good way through this. And what this is going to show is decentralized governance <laughs> and a, a DAO governance thing. I can't yeah. think of another DAO with this many people voting. Like, name one across the broader interchange. It doesn't exist. Right. Yeah, it's it's been it's been it's been great. I guess to answer your point about transparency and plus one to everything Jack said, um, you know, it's it's this is I think I keep coming back to this idea of like we need to improve our governance processes. And this is where like, you know, vetting proposals before they come up and refining them before they come up is really important because, you know, the prop 16 was poorly written and as a result, like everyone just kind of like started like, you know, doing their own research and there was like, you know, a bunch of like, and it's, it's a pretty murky area, you know, it's like, um, like there was not like a lot of evidence like upfront and that not helped the situation. Like if, if we had a better process in place for like proposals getting listed or workshops on Commonwealth beforehand, we could have come up with like a much more specific set of what the problem actually was. 
another issue I had, which I brought up in my thread, and I don't want to get too into the weeds with this, but you know, it's like the whole notion of gaming versus what I think was like actually the problem here. Like it used the language of like gaming, but like, you know, I think the actual problem is like that this was like a centralized entity, you know, and that uh, they did not distribute the, the airdrops to their investors, you know, um, and but that that language wasn't in the proposal. And so then it just led to really bad communication all around. And yeah, there's a lot of improvements to be make, made there. And I, I hope we write a really good postmortem about this whole incident and, you know, put in place some really good improvements for the future. Um, That's what makes voting on this so hard is because the proposal as written was poorly written and it didn't even include some of the most important facts of the story. So like, like you're saying, it's the fact that they gamed the airdrop, like, yeah, that's an issue, but not, not even comparable to the fact that they were a borderline centralized exchange that was also a borderline Ponzi scheme. Like the, yeah, the, the way the, the proposal was written just doesn't do the justice of the true story so it's like but then, then there's people, the other people thing got of, into all these like side debates about like well the rules didn't technically say you couldn't have multiple accounts or whatever um and then there was like drama that unfolded with that and it like missed the whole point that the rules clearly stated that we wanted to ban centralized exchanges from this airdrop you know what i mean like we, we said that time and time again and like finance users didn't get the airdrop and uh coinbase users and kraken users and like um, yeah, so I totally agree with that, how that was like very unhelpful for the com- conversation. And then I think it's just the kind of thing that like people are so passionate about it and that's like great, but it's just led to like, you know, a lot of like strong feelings and like conspiracy theories, you know, it's like hard to figure out what's true. Hey, you know, uh, did I, Jacob want to add anything? The... Oh, sorry, go Jack. Oh, hey. Here, Jacob too. Hey, Jacob. Good, good, good talking to you again. <laughs> um, hey, you too. Um... So I, I can, do. I, can I make one point Hell about yeah. the language barrier here, Jacob? Please do. You know, I, I think that Juno is this really truly global community. I see people involved in Juno from like all over the world. And like the fact that I'm in I'm in America, you know, J- Jake's right here with me. Jacob's over in Vietnam. Um, these Japanese folks are obviously in Japan. And I think amongst the crew here, we could count a number of different nationalities. The language that's spoken is often differs slightly like the meanings of words and, and all of this stuff and you know i'm not saying anything specific but like that affects the entire communication and, and i think that's been a, a huge hindrance and you know natural growing pains in a lot of ways for the, this community that's kind of developing norms right now and this is the process like we're here in a group we're talking about it we're going to put some words down in a document and we're going to sign it on the chain. And then when in the future, when we have stuff like this happen, we can point to those norms and say, this is what we believe as a community. And like, this is what we need to abide by. And, you know, that's how governance improves one crisis at a time. Very true. Very true. And um, I mean, this is actually, this has been a very challenging, what, four days now. Um, for me as a validator, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on both sides of the fence here simultaneously. I came into the space through Bitcoin and, you know, very, very much believe in the importance of immutability and stuff. However, at the same time, as a coder, I look at, you know, every Cosmos chain has this file, app.go, 
And in that file, we wire governance into the thing at a very low level, pretty much like over and over. It's quite repetitive, actually. And um, I definitely agree with Jack's description that, like, you know, we can and should police the chain. That's actually one of the interesting things about these chains. I agree with that. I think that it didn't, like, when it doesn't match the vision of what the Juno network was supposed to be, like, whenever it dropped, there was all this, like, hype about no VCs, no VCs. But, like, how can you really say that when this is what happened? Um, I think back in Prop 4 days, like, we didn't really know who the whale was. And that's a big difference in today's discussion is, like, we kind of know who this is and have a little bit of a, a shady story about who they are. But I, I kind of wanted to say, like, this kind of all boils down to education to me, because like as a experienced uh, cosmonaut, like I know where to go. Like I know to go and, and talk and like see what Joe is saying about it in the price speculation chat on Telegram. But like how does somebody who's like just unbonding their atom or like just moving their atom over to Kepler and they're like wondering like, well, where do I go in this space? Oh, I, maybe I want to buy Juno. It's like, what am I seeing about Juno? And it's like, you know, a very mixed discussion and like very scattered all over the place um, on on Twitter. So I think it's just hard for a lot of people to really even know what's going on. Like it changes so fast. And like the places where you have to go to get this information, like, man, like I love the price speculation chat, like shout out to Joey left. But like that, like that chat, usually like I remember right after Juno dropped, like I went to the Telegram and like they were like, yeah, there's a whale that has, you know, 53 wallets. Like, they knew immediately. Um, so just be, like, it, I think it's a big thing about education. Like, we're all, we all have our nose down and, like, we're sucked into this universe. Like, potential people that are, like, on the outside looking in, like, yeah, it looks really messy. It looks like a kindergarten you playground, know, you know? And, like, it, the fat, it, it, like, it, the big kid is, like, it, hogging all the to uh, toys. <laughs> Go ahead, Jack. It, it, it absolutely does, but you know I think that what we can take from that as a community is if you look at it from the other perspective, from our perspective, and you say, okay, we're coming off that way, what do we need to do? Well, people need to do a better job at education and communication. And really, at the end of the day, that's what this whole thing is about. You know, I, I think that in some ways, the scatter of information in this is a filtering mechanism for people who wanna join because you have to kind of go in there and seek it out and find people who like, like the same things you do. And it's, some of the spaces aren't always necessarily beginner friendly. Um, and that leads to a different dynamic. So, you know, it, it's a number of factors, but I think that we as a community could be doing a lot more in terms of uh, promotion and like describing this to, to outsiders. You know, that it, growing the tent is a hard problem. And, it, you know, one of the strengths we have as a decentralized network is we have a lot of people who are interested and engaged. That's what this filters for. And, you know, someone out maybe out there in this call is going to hear this and say, oh, well, I can go do something and they'll they'll go do it. And, you know, this is a, a strength of Juno as well. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm, I'm giving strong consideration at present to a Prop 17. And I, I want to like say to everybody gathered here that 
my support of 16 um, entirely outcomes-based, okay? That's how I look at things. Um, oh, I could talk about my motorcycle. My motorcycle is outcomes-based. I ride a $180 motorcycle, and I think it is the best thing in the world. It's made here in Vietnam and just delightful, and, and people think it's hilarious, um, but it is extremely, extremely practical, and that is the view that I took to this GovProp. Um, that's also, I think that having another workable prop is probably where I draw the line for uh, for voting no to this one would be that a better one would need to be in place um, because I do value the outcomes and I don't think that if we extrapolate into the future uh, it's going to be a positive for so much governance power to be concentrated like this. Um, and I'm definitely, you know, even since four, I've been strongly convicted on that point. I, I remain that way. Um, so I guess I, I would ask anybody in the audience, there's any specific items that you think must be there. Would love to hear about that. I do think it's great if we can focus the conversation towards you know, like how we want to improve things and how we want to like assure all the different sides and their concerns. Um, you know, I, I, unfortunately, like the timing is a little bit rushed, like, you know, to write a good proposal will like, you know, probably take a few days at least. And, um, this is going to pass tomorrow. Um, but I hear you, Jacob. And, you know, for people that are still voting yes, because, you know, they want to like signal that they, they want and I think, you know, that's that's respectable as well. Um, and we do need to work on the next proposal and making sure that we, um, again, just allay people's concerns. Like, I think it's great that, you know, we have amazing power for our community, but, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And we need to be clear about how that gets used and that there's a process in place. And I see some raised hands, so I'm going to stop speaking. So uh, go ahead, uh, Dan Geis. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Um, so Jacob, to what you were saying, I think my issue with, I'm outcome focused as well. Do you want to vote yes on a prop that isn't worded correctly? And, and when you look back in five years, people who don't really know what went down, do you want them to see prop 16 voted yes on? That's, that's my main concern. Um, I think that Given, you know, if everyone was in this chat we were talking about today, I think everyone would, would be voting yes. Um, but it's not really clear if we want to, in Prop 16, if we're punishing the whale for gaming the system, we're punishing the whale for being a centralized exchange, or we're simply punishing the whale for possibly having too much power. Um, and, and I guess my main issue with prop 16 even though i will vote yes because i'm outcome focused but my main issue with prop 16 is um it none of that was clear i guess first of all and second of all um i think prop 16's hurt juno more than the whale has so that's that's my big issue with yes on 16 i think it's just done so much so much bad for the community I wish that there could be a concise Prop 17 that 
um, specifically stated um, we're punishing him because he, first of all, gamed the wallet system, was not actually eligible for the drop, and we've identified that, and holds a threat to our decentralized governance. Hey, uh, thank you for your comments. And I'm with you there. And Jake, I wanted to say to you that you may be right about this. Um, what, what I mean by you may be right about this is quite specifically, it may be best to take a couple of days and really draft. And I'll throw out another question and, and I'll let uh, AZ Tidar uh, speak. My next question is, is anybody in the community strongly opposed to 17 being a sort of a roll-up of a number of things, for example, a constitution, and, for example, there were other accounts that had very similar characteristics to this one, uh, and basically treating all of them in the same manner. Is there a way to know beforehand that they're doing that? Because I don't think it's good to set a precedent that you'll always do it after, right? If we could, if we could scale to other Cosmos protocols, then then it makes more sense. I'm not really sure what you meant by that, but let me explain kind of where we are. I think Joe's data set is now complete, and Joe has created, um, you know, basically a list of accounts that aggregated themselves shortly so like you know large wallets that suddenly became one right after genesis and i guess i'd like to know if everybody is all right with treating them all exactly the same because in blockchain world you know that's considered more valid i think i think that uh these are good questions and i'd like to see more use of commonwealth to like see what the community actually thinks like let's use that as a place to like start putting together potential next proposals like let's not just like rush to like post up on chain but like let's try to like actually have some discussions around some of these points um so i would it would know. it would be nice to uh i mean this is sort of a meta governance feature request um the commonwealth discussions can be kind of tough to follow and can consume a lot of time and like if you're trying to like code or you know go sell the system to people it's hard to engage in governance so a lot of those discussions kind of favor uh much quicker dialogue in some ways like there's value in that and i think there's value in like tracking the community sentiment and like figuring out that but like it would be great if we could get like a delegated voting system in this type of platform. That's actually, Jack, um, exactly what I came up to discuss. And I didn't want to chime in when everyone was talking about something slightly different. But I think that um, fundamental to solving these sort of issues is the governance process. And what I've found, you know, I started like an ETH D5, came, become a cosmonaut more recently. But, you know, I started really focused on the Spartan council and if anyone's familiar with that with synthetics and basically the way they set it up and they're they're a decentralized application you know they and they're you know certainly not operating at protocol level um 
But, the, you know, the way they set it up is that there's multiple councils, you know, sub DAOs, you can call them for Juno, that are responsible for different aspects of the chain. Um, and I think that that's just a generally more, rep, you know, not not necessarily representative process, but maybe more efficient in in looking at these proposals and also implementing them. And I'd be curious to hear everyone's thoughts on kind of the creation of sub DAOs or something like that and the management level uh, for the protocols. I love it. I love it. I think we really do need to start moving moving towards such a system. Um, and hey, guess what? We have some pretty awesome DAO tooling that can be used for for those DAOs. So um, I think we do need to like talk a little bit about like how exactly that works. Um, but you know, I think I, I'm in huge support of this. Like, especially when it comes to things like education and stuff too. Like, who's leading education and stuff? Like, we have core dev, but we're very focused on developers and development related things. But you know, there's totally other aspects of the chain and um, people also get governance fatigue. So, you know, I think that's an amazing suggestion. Love it. Yeah, you know, who's been the longest proponent of this in Cosmos is Sunny, who uh, built the original governance system and uh, convinced everyone to wire it deeply into the chain. This was, uh, the timing was just after the uh, BTC BCH split too so that was like a bunch of people who participated in that anyway a little intellectual history that he was behind putting it into some such depth that that's actually very interesting um i uh, i'll go on a mild tangent real quick dig exists because of how great i think cosmos governance is and like that'll be a slow project but it's like literally wait you could take parcels of land and govern them, govern them with this. Um, and I think that because Cosmos governance is both hierarchical, that being stake-weighted, and transparent, uh, it is something you... Did you get rugged, Jacob? You went on mute. Uh, no, no, no. That, that was that was about uh, all I wanted to say, but we have a DeFi, DeFi <laughs> Zelda. What's up, I DeFi Zelda? I rugged by the internet, by the way. The internet <laughs> rugged me sometimes. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, awesome discussion so far. I just want, heard about the, uh, I guess, splitting things up into different groups of governance. That's something that's been uh, in practice for the last couple of months at the Galactic Punks DAO. And uh, things have been working out much better because that enables you to have those uh, uh, quality thresholds that you have to go through uh, focused on each one of those nebulas that call them. Like, uh, and, uh, and it really streamlines the process and brings much more finished and thought out uh, governance proposals. Uh, because there is different groups of people that are shepherding them and like helping uh, you know, random ideas from the wild coming in and turned into actionable and uh, those those thresholds because there's more people paying attention to different governance ideas. So I really uh, want to give a huge thumbs up to that idea and uh, that it gets implemented. There's a bunch of other places like that uh, that have already had it. Uh, if you join the Discord for the Galactic Punks, you'll be able to see the whole structure there. Uh, but yeah, that's all I wanted to add. Uh, that sounds really promising. I want to check that out. Thanks, DeFi. Uh, AZ, you had a question. You had your hand up. Yeah, it was a excuse me, a little bit of a question. Um, 
I guess if we were talking about this earlier, I don't know if Jacob heard, but um, if Prop 16 is just a, a text prop, a signaling prop, if you will, does it really matter? And I, I don't mean, I don't use that term lightly, but like, does it matter whether or not the, the final vote is yes or no outside of, you know, signaling the community's feelings towards something? Um, I completely agree that we do need time to like process and really go over the evidence. Joe's data set would be great. Um, screenshots. There's recently now a video of Wolf Contract being in conversation with the guy, and I'm sure that's going to sway some people one way or another. But I, I said it before, and I think it, it is really important that there is a Prop 17. We do need to try to hammer home specifically what it is we are trying to police or what we're trying to govern, because I think people are getting um, mixed up back and forth, left and right, over what we're trying to, what we're debating here, whether they broke the ethics of Genesis Drop or whether we're policing ethics of them stealing um, um, allegedly stealing Juno from the investors or what have you, or even the potential power they have over the network. I just think it's super important that we nail down what it is we are trying to go after here, speaking as somebody who is pro-reducing the mill. You know, I'm, I'm interested, this is kind of my working theory on sort of the, one of the ways people are thinking about it, you know, you're, I, I think you would kind of fall in this camp um it's uh it's, a lot of it is about this ccn thing in this very specific case of this huge whale on juno it's very outsized it, it's not like any of the other accounts and i think that you know also there's some weirdness there there's this interesting story about you know vigilante investor protection that i think has a lot of people excited um i'm interested if folks think that that's more what this is about in sort of like correcting the genesis fairness and like the the validity of the community that, that kind of seems to be the vibe that i'm getting for most people i just wanted to say that the uh, voting does matter even though it's signaling because i think yes we're going to have a lot of fun whether we like it or not as a community but what is important is that it will even be more dangerous for the community to feel like their voice doesn't count. I think that's very dangerous precedence. Abs absolutely, 100%. Um, I think that the only way Prop 16 could pass and then not be put into effect is to have another prop that supersedes it and says so, you know, right up front, um, showing an evolution in thought. And some of this, some of this becomes like software questions. Um, I'll share with you guys that I really want to build some modifications to governance that essentially bring the Commonwealth environment onto the chain. Um, and that like commenting and replying should have a relatively high cost. That way, you know, not, not as high as making the proposal itself, of course, but like, I don't know, say like one Juno, right? Forcing the user sit down and think okay what is it i want to say here and sort of reducing that low quality content situation um but we're not going to have that in time you know for this one but i think you're totally right by the way yeah i would also agree with that sentiment um i do think we need a, a constitution as i was saying earlier to clarify exactly how binding proposals are um but there can be no doubt that, you know, like even if it's a text proposal, it is, you know, uh, 
the community signaling how what direction they want to go in. Um, and, you know, uh, people have criticized Core One quite quite rightly for, you know, this 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 um, some some of our failings during all this. But, you know, we we've heard the community and we've started work on the code for what will be needed for 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 this action. So. Um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, you know that this these text proposals definitely mean something. Um, you know there are there are things we have to work out. Like what it, what happens if someone makes a text proposal that's impossible to implement, um, or that cannot be implemented exactly as as is described. Um, uh, we still need to do more thinking about it. But there can be no denying that you know. A, a vote even on a text proposal means something as like a signal from the community and that devs should listen. So I, I think it's very much our job to listen just, just so that, um, yeah, I guess what I maybe let, maybe strengthen that. I think that we're obligated to listen and implement. And in this case, like the only way that prop 16 should be implemented to letter of prop 16 is of course, if there is a prop 17, which specifically says that it supersedes 16. I think that uh, superseding is a good idea, but most importantly is the issue of right now with the community is the issue of how to implement the proposal. I think the why is very clear, like uh, Omniflix really put it in, in, in a tweet. The why is clear that the community wants something like this to be eliminated as a single point of failure for the network. But the how is not yet clear. I think that a subsequent proposal should be uh, focused on the implementation side of Proposal 16 and that it should more target at deciding whether funds should be bent or uh, move to the community fund, which is something that it seems nobody seems to agree with. Great. I definitely agree. Um, financier, did you have a question? I know you came up, you're impatient. Financier. Hello. What's up, man? Uh, my message is quite simply, fuck Juno. Fuck the Juno community. And fuck the Juno team. I'll never buy another Juno token in my life. Yeah, Hi. fuck Hi. you, man. <clears throat> so we got some others. What's up? Uh, Hello? Slime. Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? What's up, Slime? Yeah, we can hear All you. All right, awesome. So I just have a couple questions or concerns, really. Seems like the network and the devs really care about the security of the network and the liquidity on exchanges. What, if if that's the main issue and, you know, this, the, this, the chain security is the issue, why not propose either a delegation amongst all validators, equal amount, or you could even just... You got to recome to that to the second part of it, but one of the ideas I was thinking was a uh, uh, even dis disturption amongst all the validators. That would be theft, in my opinion. I wouldn't support it. Uh, to distribute the whales funds among the validators would just be like bad. It's kind of the same reason. No, I no, no I, as state, delegating them, oh. delegating them to each validator. Uh, delegating the whales funds. Yeah. To the validator? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I guess similarly, because, I mean, what that would do, right, so governance has a wallet, 
right? And technically you could do this. You could code it and make it happen. But then I think it would get kind of dicey in that, although I, I, I should say I did propose sort of like a blanket uh, rate of pay to everybody in the active set on osmosis. And the reason I did that was quite specific. It's that validating is, you know, it's basically a very challenging engineering job um, and salaries for those are quite high. But the lower tiers, on osmosis i'd say probably on juno too although they've been rising quite a bit um do not match that kind of pay and then you have people who work full-time jobs and validate that's probably not ideal okay and then i just have a follow-up question so if one of the major security issues is having zero or a low amount or to zero uh liquidity on exchanges in the pools for juno and uh osmo what, what would stop someone with an even amount cash to just empty the pool into under 10 minutes instead of a, a whale sale selling? Well, on osmosis, that's the bonded liquidity in the pools, which is a huge and important feature, if you ask me. Um, I don't know if, if the final release of JunoSwap will have bonding, but like basically on osmosis, it's the bonding uh, that prevents that type of rug. I believe uh, uh, the staking, staking contract for JunoSwap does have bonding. So, um, okay. Well, let me just rephrase my question just a little bit. So say I have 100 million of Adam. I go to the Juno pool, Juno Adam. It has 100 million of Juno. Boom, I take all the liquidity. I, I swap my Adam for Juno. But that wouldn't happen because it's an automated market maker um you could the price would go up every subsequent juno you buy increases the price of juno and so eventually like you you can't buy the whole pool that's like math just well, won't well, let you do it, it like, it's a form of manipulation though as well correct you sure yeah i mean people so the same can, way as a whale can sell all of his junos same way someone could buy up a whole bunch of junos rocket the price take them over to a different exchange or even a centralized exchange just dump them so not, it, i'm not sure what your point is but okay okay i'll just drop that question oh, thank, thank you, you though appreciate it yeah um adapt or uh, adapt what's up Adapta. yeah that's me what's up um this is such a fascinating conversation i i'm not a developer i'm just an investor but i'm also a philosopher and i think very carefully about you know fairness and equity and all that stuff and uh it seems to me that this this uh, this prop 16 um as i already heard you know somebody mention really didn't lay out the the issues that are most important it laid out sort of partial issue and i think the the biggest issue that we didn't really see in the in the proposal was the idea that this is uh, acting like a centralized exchange and therefore that airdrop was somehow tainted. And so I, I feel like it would be important for whatever the resolution here is, if, if we end up going through with this, that those Juno get burned instead of somehow get distributed into a, a community pool. Um, it'll It'll help obviously with the price of Juno for everybody else, 
and I guess also for the remaining Juno that the CCN folks have. Um, but also, I still can't quite understand this. There's a character in this drama named Wolf. And it seems like that this person was collaborating with the CCN folks fairly, very early on. And I, I don't understand what that person's role is with Juno. Can somebody explain that? Sure. Uh, Wolf is part of Core One. Um, I, I think that we need to get him to explain himself. I think it'd be great to have like another, you know, Twitter Spaces with with Wolf. I frankly also have a lot of questions. I work with Wolf. I really respect everything that Wolf has done for this community. He is a great marketer for sure, um, and you know, has has done a lot for Juno. Um, so I don't want to like speculate, but there are questions that I would definitely like answered myself. Um, and you know, I, I cannot deny that I'm a little bit frustrated that a proposal was put out under the core one name without all of us signing off on it first. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we really need to have Wolf speak for himself. I think there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And, uh, last time I talked with him, you know, we, this is one thing we decided that we would include in like a, a post-mortem thing. He's acknowledged that he's, you know, made some mistakes in, in all this. So, um, yeah, I think that I don't have like all the answers there and, uh, you know, I, I'm hope I'm hopeful that we'll get them and, you know, some clarity around exactly how all this happened. Okay. Well, that, that's helpful to understand. I, I guess what's, what's your take on, uh, the suggestion I have of 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 burning the uh, tainted Juno. Oh, I'm 100% on board. I'm I'm very much in favor of that. Uh, I think that needs to happen. A bunch of people came forward with concerns to me about how this would taint the community pool, and I think from a lot of normal people's perspective, like they don't understand, like you know, if you're a dev shop, for example, let's say we want to pay developers to build like a new cool wallet or some sort of app. Well, guess what? Now maybe the community pool has laundered money in it because who knows what you know CCN was up to or whatever they're gonna have a, like, a really hard time explaining themselves and so I'm a big believer. Uh, it's also cleaner to implement. It's easier easier for us to do code wise. Just burn it. Um, I think it's cleaner on so many levels and it still helps the price of Juno and our staking rewards go up. Which you know, exactly. um, so I'm really behind that and I, I've really liked everything you said. I think we need to do better as a community in in terms of our governance processes and. You know, like it's, you know, communities deserve the right to police themselves. I think we've all kind of like come to agreement on that, but we need to like make sure that we follow Prop 16 up with like a really strong, well-argued proposal um, that also like kind of lays out some of our, our values. Um, so I think this is like, we'll look back on this and think, wow, that was like when like decentralized governance took a huge leap forward. Um, even though it's kind of painful and frustrating right now. I only came back on to say that I strongly, strongly agree with this notion that the funds should be burned. That, that's all. Um, I don't want them in the community pool. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. And I, I also will say I, I, I made a, a comment on Twitter uh, either earlier today or yesterday um, or one of the major... Luna investors, Sumo was, you know, calling this theft. And I, I said, no, this is just growing pains of a young community, which is what it feels like. 
And I, I, I like what I'm hearing, that this is a very sensible approach to really, you know, work out a very complicated issue. And it's an unfortunate, it seems like an unfortunate mistake of the genesis that somebody just didn't, you know, sort of see this coming. However, if this wolf guy did see it and was somehow involved, that, that really bothers me. Um, but Jacob, you mentioned something else about potentially other actors. And so if the next proposal was worded in such a way that didn't specify, you know, the whale, but actually specifies what are the conditions under which someone may have obtained tainted Juno, then you could perhaps, you know, burn that other Juno as well. I think another great point here is that like that whole criticism about theft is not relevant if we burn the tokens. Because then like if we take them and distribute them to validators or take them and distribute them to the community pool, it's kind of like we're distributing them to ourselves. And like burning it is just also clear like ethically, you know, um, these tokens were wrongly given out. They shouldn't exist. Presto, they're gone. Um, yep. I, with regards to like the other, you know, accounts that like may may or may not have like you know fallen under like similar things. Um, let's let's just like not do what we did with Prop sixteen and like race to judgment. But like, if people have data about these things, like create well crafted, well argued things and do it in Commonwealth. So don't rush this. Like, you know, with like we are like putting in place like this is like pretty drastic measures and you know um by all means like go forth and like you know start like discussing those things but my ask is like please do so with a process and like don't don't do like we did with prop 16 where we just have this rushed poorly argued kind of thing so um, i'm not familiar with commonwealth and i'm assuming it's some sort of a forum is it it's it's a forum and there there are many different forums um I think the main overarching point is, and this is actually something that we need to work on with on-chain governance, period, is we need to have better discussion in public of proposals before we actually vote on them on-chain. Because I think this would have all been way easier if like Prop 16 was better written. Like a lot of the main arguments against Prop 16, and I, frankly, I respect like the people that voted no because they're doing so out of their own principles. In many ways, many of them are, are actually okay with like slashing the whale, but they're against, you know, how this was done, which I think is a very, very fair point. Um, so yeah, we just, just, my ask to you is like, if you go forward and like work on such a proposal to like slash other accounts, like please like write a good proposal and like work, work on it and share it with people beforehand so that you can get feedback on it. And like, do you include better evidence? Um, because we, we don't want mob justice. We don't want, like, I accused Jacob uh, and Notional of, like, you know, doing, like, shady stuff to, like, lead to missed blocks. And we should, like, slash all their accounts and, like, ban them from the validator set. Like, um, you know, it's, we, we want, we, we need processes for these kinds of things. Um, and we need to grow as a community if we're going to, like, take these, like, very large state changing, like, you know. And I'm not saying we should never do this. I actually think that that's one of the cool things about governance is that, you know, for, you know, we can vote to like take these actions, but we need to do so responsibly and we need to do so with some sort of process. Like in the law, you have due process. Like they can't just throw you in jail. Someone can't just accuse you and like throw you in jail. Like uh, we don't have to do things exactly the same way, but we need some similar like level of things. Like a lot of people were just concerned about like the, 
the poor writing of the original proposal and like the lack of evidence and we need to do better. I have just one last comment, which um, just sure. Jacob's uh, suggestion that we put a cost on uh, I think Commonwealth discussion. And I, I think that could be a mistake because somebody like me, I, I can't afford that. <laughs> you know, um, I, I want to be able to participate, you know, intelligently and, um, you know, if I have something to say, I'd like to be able to say it without having to, you know, be docked. I mean, so, that's a great um, point. I should say that what I really want to do is move Commonwealth onto the chain. Um, what I'd like to see, and this is, I guess, I'll, I'll give you a little insight in a slightly longer form into, like, my world as a validator operator on a number of chains, but I'm also a software engineer and an entrepreneur all at the same time. And thing is, I think Jake is one of these, uh, Jack is one of these, and, and many of us are. And also for the community, I'd like to see the conversations focused in one place. So originally when I mentioned this, I suggested one Juno, but Frankly, it could be an arbitrary sum. What is affordable and would act as a filter? Is it a dollar? Is it $5? Must it be free? I'm, I'm curious your feedback on this. Well, if it's on chain, then the basic, you know, you know, tiny gas fee for a transaction is fine. I mean, that's, that's almost nothing, but, it, you know, it's at least you put skin in the game. All right. Um, I, I, I've worked on decentralized blogging systems since Steam. And one of the things that I really, really liked about Steam was the evolutionary process that you would get in conversation threads. Um, that's something I would really like to see in governance. For example, this proposal could have been fixed if we had a process for editing them, but we don't. That is to say that, like, imagine a system where you make a governance proposal, community members suggest modifications, and the proposer can, you know, at their option, accept those modifications. But this way, the information is all kept on chain, and this is going to increase the sovereignty and utility of the chain. Um, I really do want to see as much as possible the tooling that supports the chain actually live on the chain. I think we probably have additional options for this because of Cosmosm too. Yeah, actually, we've been talking with da uh, in the DAO group about like, yeah, one of the features we want for V2 is adding like comments on things. Um, but yeah, holy shit, like great point. Like I, I totally agree with like all that ends. We do need to put this on chain because that it is the best for visibility, um, and we have Cosmosm. So yeah, let's uh, let's keep this conversation going. I'd love to like keep exploring these ideas, and I think we can make some pretty awesome, you know, kind of new tools and systems for this. Definitely, hey, Jacob, Jacob, and Jake. Um, I, I'm just wondering what you guys think about this. Uh, when Jacob was saying that you can make like amendments or editing. What if the people that voted yes then are like, I don't, I didn't vote yes for this proposal, you know? So 
Um, how would you deal with that? I know that you can vote as many times as you want, but how would you deal I, I, with I, that? I'd throw them out, the yeses, and at the option of the proposer, let's say. I would create like a like a process for this where like a proposal would be pending before it's like open. Uh, and in the pending state, it can be edited and people can comment on it. And then after it like goes through the pending state and like, and maybe people have to vote for it to go to the, the voting stage. But I, I think, you know, and all this needs more discussion and we, as a community, let's keep continuing this and, um, you know, that uh, like join the Dowdow discord, like, and we can like work on some of these things. Like, but yeah, th I think that's my, how it would work in my mind is like, we'd have like a, a proposal period where you're like proposing a proposal to vote on basically. And in that time frame, it's editable and people can comment on it. And then after some, some amount of like, maybe it's a deposit, maybe a certain amount of people have to like, you know, vote on it to go to like active governance, then it goes to governance and there's no changing it, you know? Um, I really like this idea of getting it on chain and just finding other ways because I feel like we can all realize that Commonwealth isn't commonly known. So not everybody gets on there, not everybody even knows how to use it, and not everybody gets engaged. And then once it gets on chain, everybody's like, wait, what the heck? Where has this been discussed? You know, no matter how many times people say, hey, Commonwealth is where we discuss this. So yeah, I think that this is going to be like a great way. This is a great way to get, get more in front of people's faces rather than having to go searching for it. Because we got to meet people where they're at. Right now, we're like asking everybody to like, just come and find where all the governance is at, but we need to bring the governance and the discussion to that. I agree. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a two-part Cosmos Space. Juno, Prop 16, what are your thoughts? Recorded on Monday, March 14th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of The Ether was also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. In the darkest of times, when the phoenix arises out of the ashes like some burned up papyrus, open the sarcophagus and release the virus. Got a lump in your throat like tonsillitis. When the flags go up like everyone is righteous, spending government checks, sniffing up the white dust. The previous generation wants to be just like us. Fuck that shit, I'm trying to be like Mike was. Drop the bias and you might survive this. The mummy coming through to remind your highness. I might just buy up my own fucking island, build a little 
bunker, then wait for the timer. Countdown to zero, day exploiting. Every exploit in your internet sex toys in emitting vibrations through the ether. Did you just come? Me either. at the right time blindly following stars in the night sky part of me might ride away with the prize fight man versus everything else until the time's right unleash the kraken no wait that was crack fuck now everybody feeling all amped up fucking like bunnies to the national anthem ugly little shits eating up all our rhythm mishandling the captions who has the answer holding our attention for ransom fed up with all the red tape and the boring template like it matters if it's a blue or red state charged every month and we can't even cancel feeling distressed fuck it kill the damsel fuck yeah spread it like we're on some undead shit and pass the bitch around like a meme from reddit in the beginning it was suggested that the mortality rate would be five percent and the numbers are so much higher we're not ready for the next epidemic and so if your oxygen level falls too low and it cannot be kept up with just what we call nasal cannulas or rebreathing oxygen masks, if you can't get enough oxygen from that, then they will intubate the, the patient. Ten spaces. <laughs>